Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is entitled At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Eisenwill, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manui, Chris Adams, Scott D. Anielowski, and Herbert Hyde. I'm your game master, and this is episode seven. Our recap will be given by David Gasway. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Uh, Mr. Slakes, con continuing Dr. Leisha's report from earlier on Friday, uh, after we left the uh, debacle in Delilah, we headed back to Sir Damiel, San Damiel, uh, and back to Synthotech to check in on what progress was made and didn't learn much. They'd managed to take a sample of the creature. Um, they still hadn't determined much about its structure or nature. Um, and most of the work for the day there was done. So we decided to visit Harold Gall, uh, who had owned the farm that Mr. Tate disappeared from and was presumably responsible for the experiments in the greenhouse and the field there. Uh, Dr. Evans and Liege knocked on his door and were admitted uh, into an unkempt house by an unkempt wild-eyed man who explained that he was no longer interested in studying plants uh, but only animals, because they were the solution to the largest problem he saw in San Damiel, which was sewer people. Uh, despite the fact that he was clearly mad, they wanted to see what he was up to and talk their way into his lab, noting, by the way, the key code on the way in, and found a very orderly and modern lab, including possibly some uh, Dawn Biozyme materials. And he showed them his new prize project, Lucy, he called it, a grotesque taxidermist nightmare of sewn together animal parts lying dead in a mound, heads and tails and claws and paws all randomly sewn together into a grotesque. When they expressed some dismay, he chased them out of his house with a gun. Uh, having noticed on the way that near his home there was an open manhole cover, we wondered if he'd already deposited some experiment down there. And we spent some, some time crawling unpleasantly through the sewers under the streets of San Damiel, but found little. After our sewer tour, we uh, went back to the hotel, had dinner at Pickman's Bistro, went upstairs to the Scat Cat Lounge to discuss further plans, and were interrupted at some point in that conversation by a message that we should call Dr. Lean, who informed us that our specimen had escaped. We hurried, of course, to Zinfotech, and uh, it was more or less a worst case scenario. Uh, at least one tech and security guard were injured and probably fatally so, because the thing had somehow began, begun to manufacture fluoroantimonic acid, one of the strongest acids possible, burned its way through its glass cage, through the wall, and escaped into the woods beyond. Uh, its whereabouts are unknown. It's, the search is difficult at night. Uh, we have two monsters loose in two woods. Uh, so we've retired for the night and uh, are meeting first thing Saturday morning to decide where to go from here. All right. 
So you spend a slightly restless night, uh, but the next morning you get up, uh, you all go down to uh, Pickman's to uh, have some breakfast. And uh, as you're sitting there, uh, Richard Slakes comes in and uh, he sees you. And he comes over and he says, well, gentlemen, I thought I'd give you an update from our end on this whole nightmare. Um, uh, Robert's very concerned. Uh, he is, uh, at the moment, unfortunately, he is out of the state. Uh, he's on business, but he will be back uh, day after tomorrow. Um, he has had me put together a team of uh, what amount to a number of scientists and uh, a, a number of mm, game trackers uh, to head out into the woods behind Zimbotech and see if they can isolate and either recapture or kill uh, that creature. Uh, we've also put together a small team of people to go out to the farm, as you called it, and uh, do the same sort of thing there. They're going to keep their eyes open for uh, anything in the, the woods in that area that seems abnormal and, and try to isolate it. And uh, they're also going to study what they, they can of the farm itself. You see there's quite a few odd plants and things that, have, that are showing incredible growth. So those things are taken care of. Uh, I suppose then at this point, you're, you're more or less free to continue. Now as to this, this fellow you mentioned yesterday, Gall, uh, we're not sure how we should handle that. Should we just call the police on the guy? You say he's got hazardous waste material. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Call the police on him. He's got, like I said, hazardous waste material. We could probably animal cruelty. I mean, you know, uh, we don't know if he's killed those animals to do his cruel experiments. Well, I mean, you know. Well, your description said things like bears and alligators and stuff, and I'm not exactly sure. We don't have those wandering about here. So the. My only concern with calling local authorities is if he did create whatever was on the farm and he's in the middle of creating whatever he's going to do with this conglomerate of, of animals and the local enforcement, law enforcement gets involved, state gets involved, federal gets involved, and this item or creature is now in the government hands and being weaponized. Everything we're trying to stop. Well, I'm not so sure that anyone here is involved with the government on that level. But I, I don't know. We don't have enough information at this point. I'm also concerned about uh, losing access to his lab if we get the place cordoned off by the police. Uh, I would well, like to get him out of the way. Let's uh, let's let's take that to the next level. Then uh, it's nine a.m. Let me uh, let me coordinate with the police, 
and we'll do a bit of a raid, let's say at 9.30, and you guys should be there. That sounds good. Uh, also, um, regarding the team that you sent to uh, Zinfotech, uh, we took another, a number of samples from the Gall Tate farm, uh, and they should all be isolated um, and maybe you know, a camera on them or something. Because, for example, the red flowers that were growing their dead mammals, if they're part of the same experiment, I didn't want them devising a way to escape. Um, outside of the game, can we assume that you already thought of that when you were there at the lab? Uh, it's still your headquarters, despite the fact that the creature got out. So you've got all the isolation equipment that you needed when you were there. Right, but if it can burn through the glass tank, I want also eyes on it, I guess. All right. But we can say we figured that out. Well, you have your assistants that'll, that'll keep their eyes on that stuff over there. Okay, great. Um, wow, guys, this is turning into something else. Still no definitive notion about Tate and where he is. Where he is. No, nope. Don't no, know what happened to his car and don't know how, if, it seems like it must be, the two creatures must be related, but we have no sense of how that would work. All right. Well, let me get to work on that. And uh, if you'd like, I can, well, I can't call you on your cell phones. Uh, <laughs> I forget about that. Uh, just, just be there around 9.30, and uh, that's, that's when we'll coordinate for the police to arrive. And if you have any trouble with uh, organizing the police, you can reach us here. Of course. You so, wait, 9, 9.30 a.m. or p.m.? A.m. And it's half 9 a.m. right now. Half an hour from now. Okay. Would, would so it be fair? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, would it be fair to say we would have pagers? Yeah. All pagers do is beep and tell you to call somebody. Right. If they, in an emergency, they needed to get in touch with us. I mean, doctors had them at that time. Yeah. I'm just. It's up to you. If you guys want to get pagers, we can do that. But it's not always convenient to have to, to, to try to find a phone. That's the only difference. So it's just a little bit better. But of course, if you want them. We can ar we can arrange for that. Slake says, "Yeah, we can get some pagers if it ever comes up." It'll uh, it'll take me a while. I'll I'll be able to get that to you sometime this evening, maybe. All right, all right. He says, "Enjoy your breakfast, gentlemen." He uh, he leaves. Which is going to be hash browns and a cup of coffee. And well, you probably half eaten already. So yeah. Uh, so okay, I'm glad that. Uh, we have the power to manipulate local police. What do we want to look for at the lab? Well, I would really like to try to find um, the uh, the Don the bio the Don Biozyme containers to see if they were exactly what I thought they were, and maybe try to find what compounds or whatever their product was. Is anybody carrying a camera? Yeah, I have one. Great. Okay. It'd be good to make sure we can document things we can't carry away. Exactly. Okay. I'm ready to go. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's finish up here. Okay. So, uh, you get in your van, your van, your your SUV, and you start driving across town. And just as you turn a corner on onto Beach Road, uh. 
you can see that the cops have all pulled around the house and there's lights going and everything else. And who's driving? I believe I okay. were driving uh, last. Ethan, do a spot hidden for me. Sixty-five out of fifty. I, I, I'm looking at the cops. Okay. Everybody else, do a spot hidden. Starting off good. I got a double lot eight. Oh, that's pretty. I good. got a. I got a double lot nine. Oh, so ah, slightly there. less good. Well, let's just say that Margaret and Jonathan are in the back seat, and you both instinctively look out, and you notice that the manhole cover's a little bit askewed again. Hmm. Then you warn Ethan, and Ethan then yep. sees it and, and avoids yeah. it. But as you pull up, the cops have sort of surrounded the place, and it looks like they've already breached the front door. They've gone in. And uh, no more than five minutes goes by, and you see them uh, pulling Harold Gall out. Uh, he's handcuffed, and he doesn't seem to be resisting. Uh, in fact, he's kind of laughing. Mm. Okay. I think we should probably stay back. Is Flakes on the scene? Uh, yeah, he's there too. All right. Um, yeah. So I, you know, let's let's you know let's liaise with Slakes, uh, mm -hmm. Richard, if I may. Uh, one thing that I mentioned briefly in the briefing is that um, there was something going on with the manhole cover. We closed it last night, and it's open again. I don't know if the cops might be interested in checking that out. Yeah. Well. And it makes me a little nervous that the crazy guy's laughing, but crazy guys laugh. Yeah. Well, All when right. we get, get out of the car, or the SUV, I'm going to kind of go over to the manhole cover and kind of just look down, you know, shine a little light down there. Well, it's it's just slightly askew. It's not actually taken off or anything like that. I'll push it with my foot a little so I can see in. Okay. Looks the same as before, just manhole cover. Okay. Uh, I wonder if that's him going in and out of the sewer or something else. Maybe trying to look for his the sewer people to try to find where to deploy his uh, creation. Yeah. The other possibility is that he believes in sewer people because something is coming out of that in front of his house. That's why. It's probably kids playing down in there. In this neighborhood. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Richard, did the police, uh, do you know anything about where they found Harold Gall when they went in? Was he asleep on the couch? Uh, he was, he was, yeah, he was asleep. Uh, we banged on the door. He didn't answer. We, we broke, we breached, or the police did. I, I stayed back. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, it's it, guy's a pig. I mean, that's obviously a, a mess in that house. Um, we weren't able to get into the uh, the vault in the back or whatever it is. You said it's a lab. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I know the code. Oh, excellent! I'm glad he wasn't in there setting a time bomb or something. <laughs> well, shall we? Shall we take a look? 
I'd like to. Yeah, yep. right. uh, let's go. And uh, he says, he says to you, he says, I need to talk to the police for a minute, but yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. So you go in the house pretty much exactly the same way uh, you remember it. It's You weren't kidding. This guy's a slob. Uh, but let's not touch anything. Um, I bust out some gloves mm-hmm. for okay. fingerprints and such. Then I, I beeline it to the door. Beep, beep, boop. Three, six, nine, four, two. I'm going to break that down mathematically. All right. Um, you you type in the code, and that you hear the 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 bolt of the magnetic lock bang, and then the door. You can open the door, and there's that sort of psh, that airlock sound. Um. Uh, you open up the door and, you know, it's brightly lit inside because it's a lab. The second you step inside, there is nothing on that table. Mm. There is gore. There is goo and there's blood. Still pans of body parts. But there's no... Uh, it was... She was here. And you were sure it was dead. Right. Uh, there's no way that thing could be alive. Just like there was no way that Creature in our home base could be alive. Shh. It's just us. I know. Oh, I know. okay. <laughs> now, as I said, there were barrels of, of body parts and stuff like that in there as well. They're, those are still there. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's I'm gonna nasty. I'm going to it to the waste, like the waste bins. Is there, are they super full or? Hmm. It's mostly internal organs and stuff like that that you're seeing. Do you recognize any parts from the thing from Lucy on the table in these? Do I? Not particularly. Maybe. Okay. You don't. So you don't find an alligator's head or a bear's. Head. <laughs> no. If he t- took the guts out, did he stuff something else like our tree friend inside it, and that's what's going to animate it? Maybe that was just a shell. I look for his desk. Does he got a desk in here? Is there oh, a- yeah. yeah, there's a desk. Look, I go over and I start looking for uh, notes or anything. Is uh, there a backyard or something? You do find notes. Yes, there is a back door. Um, uh, you find uh, uh, note, not notebooks, um, those black and white. Composition sort of, books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're filled with formulas and formulas and formulas. Uh, not a, not an English word written in just formulas and math and chemical right. symbols and crazy stuff. You 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 vaguely understand some of it, right? Um, but it would take it would take a great deal of study to figure out. Okay, I'm going to go to the backyard because I'm assuming as we enter the front, we didn't notice any sort of large pile of disposed bits okay so i'm going to go out into the backyard and see if he moved things out for there uh when you step into the backyard there are uh piles of dead animal bits and pieces and parts and heads and legs and arms and at uh, least we won't have any trouble convincing the police that this was a valid raid oh yeah, yeah yeah in fact some of the cops are are green they're They've lost their lunch, and 
about that time, uh, Richard Slakes comes walking. He's Jesus Christ. What the we, hell? We told you the man was a monster, but uh, can I? I want to go look on the shelves for the the um, I think I saw the other night the the Don Bios yeah. time. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's document that, Doctor Evans. Okay, and we, we might what that is that for testing. Do a spot hidden for me. Twenty nine. Seventy one is a pass. Barely. What is a pass? You don't find it. I got an eleven, but I'm in the backyard. It it does in fact seem to you, Margaret, like the bottles have been all rearranged. I mean No, it was moved. It was moved. It could be somewhere in the room. Now I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep looking. All right. Frantically um, almost. I don't wanna you know, I like this was here, you know. <laughs> right. And all of the all of the waste material is organic. There isn't a bin full of empty bottles. Uh well there there are broken bottles in, in bins as well. And there's uh looking through that I'm not finding any there's lots, lots of things that uh it suddenly dawns on all of you that there are lots of things that should be labeled bio waste that aren't labeled at all. Any any one of these, I mean, there's blood and goo and stuff everywhere in this room. I'm glad we have gloves, and I wish we had booties. Yeah. Is there um, any uh, camera or video equipment around? Uh -huh. No. Dang it. And Margaret, you look and you find bits of broken bottles that might have been that bottle, but you don't find anything definitive. You might have been mistaken too. You might have, but it definitely was a bottle that looked like a bottle that you saw at the farm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'd really like to get some connection to Don Biozyme. Maybe uh, Sliggs can get the team there to photograph the lab because it might be a little leverage for our meeting day after tomorrow to say, ah, your materials were being used and there's at least one illegal site. Yes, that, that would be great if we could find the evidence of that. Just, he must have destroyed it. It seems like he, uh, it seems like our visit last night prompted him into action. Mm. And it seems like we need to send a team into the sewers because I'm terribly afraid that he can make that pile of rotting matter move about. Um, yeah. I'd like to uh, look around the house outside of the lab and just see if there's anything else that stands out okay. other than dirty magazines and empty beer bottles. Um, I'll just say that you spend half an hour and it doesn't seem like there's anything. Um, uh, and you're, you went out into the backyard. The backyard is completely overgrown with weeds. Like I say that there are piles of dead animals, there are flies everywhere. It's nasty. Um, make a constitution check. I could kind of make you all do constitution checks to see. Right. Uh, 67. I'm not doing so hot. Cause the, I saw, well, I mean, the Lucy was one thing, but yeah, well, oh. since, since you were kind of repaired, 
all, all you really have to do is get the hell out of there and, and I, I passed fresh air. Yeah, I passed. Yeah, Jonathan likes it. He's yeah. <laughs> always I, a weird. I, like I like that it's dead. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I go back out the front door and get some fresh air before I throw up my hash browns and coffee everywhere. <laughs> Now, so, doctors, do you think we should take that um, notepad? Maybe oh, have somebody back at Full Wilderness try and decipher it? Oh, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it looked like mathematical formula, so I'm sure we've got a math, some mathematician there, and maybe it's like Diffie Q or something. Yeah, they're probably chemical formulae, too. Yeah. So uh, organic, got, you can need an organic is, chemist and a mathematician. Um, we never learned anything about his background, did we? No. We didn't know where he was educated. I think one of your guys was looking into it. Yeah. Um, so as you as you move back out into the front, uh, they've got Harold in the back of the the police car, and they're about to take him to jail. And uh, you can see, uh, the, the, of course, he's handcuffed in the back seat, and they close the door. And Slates walks up to the, the window, and he sort of raps on the window, and Gall looks at him, and he goes, what did you do with the monster? What did you do with the, 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 cre the thing that you were building? And I would like you guys to do a listen roll. Yes. 18. A uh, fail for me. Okay. I'm rolling really well tonight. <laughs> Just so, wait until it comes down to the wire. So who, who failed? Just Margaret? Yeah. Just me. Margaret. When he, when, when Slate says to him, what did you do with the thing? You're pretty sure that you can hear uh, uh, Harold Gall say, taken apart. Okay. Okay. The other four of you are pretty sure what you hear is taken a walk. Mm -hmm. And then the car drives off to the... Pool. Well, I guess he, uh, he dis dismembered it. What? Yeah, didn't he say he, he took it apart? I don't think so. I think I think it's gone walkies. I don't think he has a leash. Uh, <laughs> the thing can't it, could, it can't move. How could it move? I, uh, I don't know. Did he have another one of those creatures, and there were some flowers inside of it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah Doctor Lee, you didn't see any little red blossoms back there, did you? No. That's good. No, I think we have to get back down to the sewers. Oh. Uh, Mr. Slakes, do you think we can get some police accompaniment? We think that he released an experiment into the sewers and it might be dangerous. Wow. Um, why don't you let me handle that? I will get some more people to, to go down there looking for something. Once again, we need people who are willing to hunt and kill. Um, Wow, my job never ends. <laughs> he says, yeah, there's no need for you to go down there, but I will definitely 
get that under wraps because now we've got another thing that might be down in the sewers. You really think this crack pot could? Uh... I wouldn't yeah. have believed. I wouldn't have believed it uh, before this week started. Yeah, none of the things that we've seen make any sense. So we've just got one more. So that's three creatures on the loose. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> All right. Well, I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, uh, keep reporting back to me. We shall. I will, I will inform Jadik of everything that happened. And uh, he still looks a little pale from <laughs> seeing the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Just wait till you get attacked by a tomato plant. Uh. So he uh, he gets in his car and goes. Thanks for your help. Uh, and if the police find anything, you know, be in touch with us as best you can. Absolutely. So we're pretty much squared away inside. There's nothing, anybody think there's anything else worth looking in there? Well, and no, they're going to have more people here, too, looking through this stuff. Yeah. All right. But you, one of you have grabbed a notebook, correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. I got it. Um, and they're going to have to get a biohazard team in here. Uh, we can hope, you know, somebody, we can, they can, when they're getting rid of the broken glass, they can keep an eye out for a label from Don Biazon. But seems okay. to be willing to destroy evidence. Oh, did, did you guys not find the, uh, the bottle? No. I could not find it. Damn. But you said that there was one back at the farm, right? Yes, and we should contact the uh, the team out there looking for uh, our our oh, other friend. To do that. Yeah, maybe they can bring it back for us. That'd be good. You can just a copy a photo of the label would help. So, um, do we want to see if we can convince a couple of cops to go to a biker bar, or do we want to see if we could find Noel at the gym? Yeah, or we have. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we have the Jenny Noel connection. We have Thor's gym, the police, GLC, and the hangman. Well, I mean, a biker bar. It's still morning time. They're, I doubt they're going to be around. That's true. Yeah. So we can hit Thor's gym and see if we can get lucky and find Noel there. I don't know what she does for a living. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get out a, a map and see... Uh, which is because we have our address still for home too, which is on Answer Road. See which one's closer. Mm -hmm. uh, Thor's gym is not very far from there. All right. There we it's go. Kind of in the center of town. Uh, in fact, if you were to if you were to look at a map, you would see that Don Biazime and Thor's gym uh, and Jenny Armbruster's house, where she lived it's like in almost a straight line okay there were the two places she went to the most and she just happened to live right in between okay. so which one where are you going thor's gym yeah okay yeah. that seems now, the least exciting opportunity right now now of course maybe heather will wow us again with their theater skills uh, oh, <laughs> don't you worry about that <laughs> All right, so uh, you pull up, you're, you're right in downtown, uh, not too far, in fact, from your hotel. 
in fact, you are just around the corner from the police station where they probably took uh, Harold Gall. The criminal court building is there, the Hall of Justice. And, uh, and there is Thor's gym. It's not in a great neighborhood. It's, you know, it's, there's, you know, homeless people and stuff like that. And, um, but it's a, it's a nice little gym and you do see people coming in and out of it dressed in kind of bright, uh, colorful workout gear. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's go on in. It's a public, public building. Okay. So you go inside. It's an older building. Uh, it's not, not very large, although there is a small lap pool. Um, there's, uh, there's a sauna. There's rooms for changing for men and women. Uh, there's weights. There's a uh, few machines for working out and there's uh, looks like there's an aerobics class going on in a side room with maybe 25, 30 people at the most. Um, so as you walk in, it's, it's busy. There's other, there's people there and uh, there's a guy sitting behind a desk. Uh, he looks like he might be not just a receptionist, but somebody who's part of the thing, you know, uh, sitting there, and he says, "Hey, welcome, welcome, ladies, gentlemen, uh, joining the joining the gym." Uh, possibly, possibly, we're uh, actually looking for a uh, a patron uh, of the gym, uh, a, uh, a Miss uh, Noel Rand. Ah, Noel. No, I haven't seen her in a while. Oh, uh, says uh, Bill Martinez, and he shakes your hand. Oh, it's a pleasure. No, she usually comes in here quite a bit, but I haven't seen her in uh, maybe two weeks. Two weeks? Oh man, that's uh, that's crushing. Is she? It, she didn't give a reason. I mean, because you seem kind of like. Um, yeah. not to us. I mean, oh. maybe she's off doing something somewhere. Oh, uh, man, yeah. Yeah, we're paying for membership. I'm sorry. She's still a member with your oh, gym? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's still a member. She's still uh you know, she's uh she's in and out. Uh, we actually wanted to ask her, her about her friend Jennifer who's been missing for a little while too. Jenny Armbruster. Jenny Armbruster. Ah, now there's somebody. Uh haven't seen her in a while either. About uh, the same time, or or has Ms. Armbruster been gone longer? No, Ms. Armbruster, Jenny's Jenny moved away a while ago. Uh, she had uh, she was a bodybuilder, you know. In fact, uh, and he says, "Follow me," and uh, he takes you into his office. And uh, there's a this guy's kind of an older gentleman. I mean, he's not old; he's still muscular, but he's kind of older. He takes you into his office. And there's a big poster on the wall, and it's a poster of, and he says, this is Jenny. And what Jenny, in the picture, Jenny has him by the ankle, and she's lifting him up in the air, and he's laughing, and she's laughing. And it's, it's signed. Um, That's amazing. She is some specimen. 
Yeah, she's she's really she's a world champion. She uh, was in competition, but something happened. I hear. Oh yeah, she. Uh, that was that was one of the worst experiences of my life. Uh, she was doing really well in competition, and uh, they informed me first that uh, I was her coach. Uh, they informed me first that they detected something in her blood, uh, a foreign substance, and that they were going to disqualify her. And it wasn't steroids, uh, but they disqualified her anyway, and she was just completely heartbroken. Oh. Is that why she moved? Well, she wasn't able to compete after that, and she was really disheartened. And it was it, she didn't move immediately. But uh, but she did soon after that. Um, now her and Noel were really good friends. You know they hung out together all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, and you don't know where Jenny moved to? I don't. She didn't leave a following of uh, uh, an address. But the way um, the way Noel used to talk, I don't think she moved that far. You know, maybe L.A. or. Maybe not even that far. I don't know. I think she'd find work in L.A. with that physique. Maybe. Yeah. L.A. She wasn't really an L.A. kind of girl, though. Uh, did Jenny and Noel have a, a third lady they palled around with who might know where either of them are? Well, not really. Um, she, uh, she had a, uh, Noel had a boyfriend. I think he's still here. Um, hold on. Um, Dan, uh, Dan was her boyfriend for a while. Uh, you might want to talk to him. I think he's over there. The guy in the, the red shirt, in the workout machine over there. Got him. Yeah. Just between you and me, that the reason we're being so nosy is that the substance that they found in Jenny's system might be something that's unhealthy for her. Oh yeah, that's, and that's why we're here. Yeah. Did did they get did they give you a report on what they found, like a documentation for the official disqualification? No, but it probably would have been uh, written up in paperwork that would be at the uh, the headquarters of the uh, the bodybuilding. Association. Okay. Are they local? Uh, they are, in fact. They're across town. Uh, that's the 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 League of Bodybuilders International (LBBI). They're. Uh, oh yeah, LBBI. Just yeah. a little bit down uh, down the street somewhere. It's mostly yeah. just an archive, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to help us out, you know. Uh, do you know when uh, a time frame for that? That way we're not, you know, digging, just digging blindly. That was. Uh, it was about six months ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Ho hopefully, hopefully it's nothing. And, and Jenny's, you know, but, you know, Better safe than sorry. No wonder to, she's too much, too magnificent of a specimen to go downhill. Well, we all liked her. She's a good girl. 
not the kind that you would think get into any kind of illegal drugs or steroids or anything like that, like some of these guys around here. Oh, yeah. Well, they all got to compensate, but yeah. Now, there are, like I say, there are other people in the gym. Just right. random people. Yeah. All right. Uh, what next? Thanks very much. Uh, do you want to introduce us to Dan so he doesn't think we're a bunch of lunatics? Oh, sure, sure. Thank you. So he walks over there. Hey, Dan, what's up? Says, uh, uh, these guys have been looking for Noel. They're, uh, I'm sorry, you didn't say who you were with. Oh, we're with the, uh, the Full Moon Productions. We were looking for Jenny. Uh, you know, we had called earlier a couple of days ago about. You're the movie people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We, we're trying to keep it, but you know, we not not hush hush. But you know how how some people get when you say you're. you're well, they're trying. Movies. They're trying to find your girlfriend Noel, and uh, <laughs> through her, find out where Jenny went because they're they're movie people. And he's like, oh, he says, well, you know, I don't. Uh, Noel and I are we're not on the best of terms at the last. You know, uh, she's probably just gone off somewhere. Right. Yeah. When was the last time you saw her? You know, I hate to. A couple of weeks ago, maybe she came uh, in. Same same time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But. So what do you want to know? Oh uh, well, we're just uh, kind of looking for Jenny, and you know, we can't. We don't know where she moved, and we had heard that Noel might. Since she, since since they're good friends, you know, you know how us girls are. We we keep in contact and all. So, but maybe she could help uh, point us in the right direction. Or do you know where Jenny moved to? I I have no idea where she moved to, but you know there was some. Uh, the other guy leaves. The uh, there were some kind of weird things going on that I I can't explain. Jenny, for one, just shot up like a rocket over the last couple of years became a giant you know she was she was huge she was a big bodybuilder it didn't seem natural it seemed like i would have said steroids but noel said no and uh there were things too i think that they were you know jenny was was trying to teach noel a lot of her secrets and mm -hmm. i don't know there was some there were some times when Noel, uh, she, I don't know how to say this. If, if you don't mind my crudity, she got really fucking horny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, chemicals are, can, can do that to, uh, I mean like crazy. crazy oh, horny. yeah. As like, she could damn near hurt me if she wanted to. And that's Noel. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. So do you, do you think Noel might have been partaking in some of that substance? Noel's a really she's not the kind of person who would ever do anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, Are you worried that you haven't seen her or you just uh you just feel like you're you fell out and I don't know. Uh I just, you know, there's 
there's some weird things going on there and I don't know what they are. I mean, stranger even than the whole bodybuilding stuff, but just odd stuff. Right. Yeah. Tell you the truth. Since we've been in town, we've rented a bunch of odd stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're a little worried about Jenny. Now I'm a little worried about Noel too. I'm not with Hollywood. I mean, we're here together, but uh, I'm uh, with uh, a chemical company called Zinfotech Crosstown. Uh, and there's been some, there's some chemicals missing. We're not sure exactly what's going on. I think people might not know what they're getting into. Do you mind if, do you think it would be crazy if we dropped it on Noelle's and see if she's okay? Sure. I mean, just drop in, just drop in. Maybe the maybe the guy who rented Jenny's place knows something too. I don't know. Oh, do you know that person's name? No idea. Oh, but I don't think Jenny sold the place. Right, right. You know? Do you know her address? Jenny, I'm sure we've got that on file. Um, and yeah, she he 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 actually he looks in his little book. He says, "Yeah, here's Jenny's address." He gives do. Either of the women work, or would they be home during the day, or do you know a rough schedule, or any other place they might go? I have been looking to find out where Noel worked. I know it's in here. Uh, yeah, could you give us an address or a phone number? Well, he gives you he gives you both their phone number and their addresses, both of them. Good, because we really like writing that stuff down. I was going to say, you're just telling us he gives us the addresses, but you're depriving us of the immense enjoyment of writing these addresses down, Tom. Jenny Armbruster, 210, Coachella Circle, number 12, Santa Leona, 95139. Uh, and Noel is... Uh, 115 Anza Road, number 32, Santa Leona. It's a district of San Damiel. Uh, 95139. So not too far from her place. And did he say where she worked? Uh, I can't find it. She worked somewhere. All right, no worries. And then I want to peel off from the group and just kind of walk around and ask, hey, you know Noel? All right, so you walk up to uh, a girl or a guy you pick. Girl. All right, you walk up to a a girl. She's about 21. Uh, She's a brunette. Um, uh, She says... says, uh, Never heard of her. <laughs> it took me all that. <laughs> uh, Thank you. She she says she knows she knew Noel only by sight, but she didn't really talk to her. Before we finally thank Dan and leave, I'm just curious. Uh, I just like to ask Dan. Um, uh, Jenny took Noel under her wing. Do you know if she took anybody else under her wing during her big transformation? Not really. Those two are pretty tight. Right. Well, thanks very much. And if we learn anything, uh, we'll let you know. All right. Um, 
everybody do a luck roll. Thirty. Success. Pass. Fifty is a pass. And actually I think if you spend a luck to pass your luck. I, I just need one of you, whoever gets the best score. I got a sixteen, so all right. So um Desmond, as you're there, this bodybuilder who's on a machine next to you, he sort of half whispers in your direction. And he says, uh, he says, uh, uh, you want to know about Noel Rand? Huh? Yeah, absolutely. I'm worried about her. Uh, he sort of looks, looks around and he goes, uh, meet me out back in about a half an hour. Uh, don't bring, don't bring your boyfriend. Okay. I'll see you uh, around back. All right. Thanks a lot. So other than that, you don't really get much out of people in the, in the gym. All right. And so convening out front, I'll tell uh, the rest of you about uh, my date with the bodybuilder. Ugh. He seems a little shady, but if he knows something, he knows something. But he, doesn't, he wants me to come unaccompanied. Hey. Well, actually, he didn't want you to bring her, Noel's boyfriend. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought he said my boyfriend. No. Um, oh, good. Okay. So he's got something he doesn't want Dan to know. That works for me. So we've got a half an hour to kill while yeah. he does his reps. Right. So you guys fiddle around. You look at the gym. You talk to a few people. All right. We can call both of Jen and Noel's numbers and not get an answer. Uh, just get the answering machines. Well, you don't get any answering machine from Jenny. You just get Noel's answering machine. And okay, and so about a half an hour goes by, and uh, I assume you guys go out back. Yeah. Now, now this guy is is swole. He's big. Okay. He's young. Looks like he's maybe in his early twenties. Good looking. And he says, "Ah, he says so. You're looking for Noel, are you?" He says, "Well." I've I've got some information, but it's going to cost you. Quick, Heather, give him some cigarettes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> Not saying that. Okay. Um, what you looking for? Um, five hundred bucks. Five hundred, huh? Uh. I don't carry that. I don't carry that that amount of cash on me. Can we give that well, to you in Walmart gift cards? Yeah. <laughs> What's Walmart? Uh, I, I, Kmart. Kmart gift cards. Flockbus. <laughs> can we can we pay you that in home videos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very exciting home videos. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, you guys look like you got some cash on you. Yeah, not that, uh, not that on me. Well, can't. how much do you got? I got forty bucks on me. Right. Uh, that can buy me a damn thing. Can I make a credit rating check to see how much I have? 
Um, yeah. I mean, our, our per diem is pretty good. I don't know yeah, how much yeah. we have in cash, though. Well, there's, yeah. a, there's an ATM across the street over there. Yeah. Okay. We'll fill out an expense report. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think we're going to have a hard time covering this compared to the SWAT teams in the sewer, the forest, and the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. this. I'll tell you this. It'll blow your pants off, the information I'll give you. Okay. Mm. Oh. I, was say, right. I, like to, I like to see what we're going to put on this expense report. $500 to pay shady guy behind <laughs> Extortion at gym. Psychology role, if you want. I know nothing about psychology. <laughs> I have a little, but I can't read this guy at all. It's all muscle. Yeah. That's a bargain. That's what I got out of it. <laughs> yep. So. Well, do, do an I? Oh, you got a 12? Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It occurs to you that steroids cost money. And this guy definitely looks like he's <laughs> been using steroids. What can we come up with? I'm sure we can come up with 100 bucks a piece. Yeah, I don't know how much yeah. you can out of an ATM. And... We'll, we'll send the, you know, we, we'll take it out of our per diem. They've yeah. had ATM since the, what, the 70s? 80s. Yeah, but if we, we have to have bank. three of us to get in there for it to get yeah. 450 because, you know, they were just like, nope, this is a machine. All um, right. But yeah. I I agree. Let's do it. All right. So without much trouble, you get cash. Mm-hmm. All right. So blow our pants off. <laughs> he's like he's like all right. This is you see now. It's going to be hard for you to believe this, but Noel's a fucking witch. Like, like, like not. Well, like, I'll tell you what. She bet me fifty bucks uh, that she could hold a car battery longer than I could. Mm-hmm. All right. So I thought that's going to be easy money. Uh, we got an old diehard battery that I had in my truck, and uh, she picked it up like I thought she would, just holding it like this. And then she did some kind of a weird chant, like some sort of magic spell. And for a second, it looked like she was shaking all over. And then she held that battery out like this for 10 fucking minutes. Was she shaking? No, not at all. Were you shaking? Well, when I tried it, I couldn't do it for more than a couple of minutes. Did it, what did it sound like? Alamagoo, Shalem was a lamb? Yeah, Shabuki, Buki, whatever. It's strange sounding thing, some foreign language, really weird. Uh, that is really weird. I don't, maybe you should give us the $500 back because I think you've injected something into your brain. No, I swear to God. She said something about, you know, watch out because. Jenny Armbruster will get you. When was this? A couple of weeks ago. Maybe three weeks ago. So you pair the fifty. Yeah, I had to. 
But holy crap, how she did that, there's no way she could have done that. It wasn't some shit. You've been here a while. You saw what happened to Jenny, right? Yeah, but I don't get it. It's She's a witch. I, I tell you that right now. You better be careful if you're looking for her because she's going to cast some sort of evil spell on you. Mm. All right. Uh, what's your name? Teddy Banks. Thanks, Teddy. I think that was worth uh, our time. Excellent. Have a good one. And he walks away. Enjoy wow. the shrunken nuts, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You better watch what you're saying. <laughs> Get your tranquilizer. <laughs> 500 you bucks walking away. Uh, yeah, that is going to be a funny expense report, but uh, I think that's, I think we learned something. Because now we've got another association with a verbal trigger to a change in behavior, which I don't like, but it's interesting. Um, do you want to, uh, do you want to go to the LBBI before we go to see Noel's home? I'd love to get an impression of what chemistry they've got. Yeah. I bet it's just I bet it's just unknown, but we might as well find out. It'll cost yeah. us less than five hundred. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's go. A little bit more grounded in reality too. Witchcraft. Well, any technology superior to the intellect. <laughs> and I think it was Terry Banks, I think a lot of technologies are superior to his intellect. There must yeah. be magic all around him. That's <laughs> surprising he doesn't frolic around like a Disney princess. Who says that he doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> There's an image. All right, so you're going to go to the LBBI down the street? Yep. All right, you arrive at the LBBI, and um, when you go inside, uh, it's also kind of an older building. It's two stories. Um, there are calendars on the walls uh, on whiteboards listing events that are coming up. Um, there are uh, posters and there are uh, uh, bumper stickers and things like that. There's things like uh, uh, growth hormones, how much is enough, uh, the magic behind the, the pose down, and beyond human potential, all sorts of stuff like that. There's a, a reading room, and uh, there is a records room. Okay. And there is, uh, there is somebody running the place. There are only a, a couple of people in the building. Yeah, can I help you? Hi, we're tracing uh, what we fear is a, a stolen... Um, uh, drug sample, something experimental from Zinfotech Labs. Uh, and we'd like to see if your records can help us determine whether or not uh, it went, ended up someplace we fear it did. Okay. Uh, we so understand it. Like access to the, the records? Yes. If that's possible. We're looking for something that might be quite dangerous and we're trying to trace its uh, sale transmission, whatever. Okay. Who is this about? Jenny Armbruster. 
Ah, Jenny. Yeah. What a shame. We think we think so. Uh, well, let me let me take you there. Uh, he takes you to the uh, he takes you to the records room and shows you inside. He's got let's see, Jenny, Jenny Armbruster, 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 and he pulls out a file and he says, "Well, here's all the dates of her competitions, all of her ranking." Um, and uh, here's the last report that says that she was disqualified, but uh, the medical record's not here. There should be the, the medical record from the doctor that, uh, that looked her over or did the tests, but it seems to be missing. Do you mind just looking you know, in another file nearby to see if that medical yeah. report is where it should be? Let's see what else we can find. So he starts looking. Um, yeah, I don't find it anywhere. I don't think that it would have been, you know, they're pretty thorough with this place. Uh, I don't think that it was mislabeled, but it, it seems to be missing. Do you have the doctor's name? It would have been written on the, on the thing, on the, uh, the sheet. I can do some checking for you. Maybe get yeah. back to you later. Yeah. Um, would it be one doctor proceeding over that whole competition? So whoever else was in that competition should have had the blood work done by the same doctor. Well, that's a good point. Let's, uh, let's see if we can trace it that way. So he starts doing a little bit of checking and he comes up with uh, Dr. Hallie Wharton Tanner. Uh, H-A or H-O, like male or female? Uh, H-A-L-L-E-Y. Quite honestly, I don't know if that's a guy or a girl. Sounds like a yeah. girl. Yeah. Female doctor. What do they think of next? <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I didn't know if you said Holly or like uh, Hanley or something. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, is that a local doctor? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. There's a lot of people that work on this sort of stuff. Could be. Oh, yeah. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything, for you? anything else I can do for you? Uh, would you happen to have a Nicole, what, what was it, Rand? Noel. Noel. Noel Rand? Oh, let's check and see. Yeah, there's a file here for Noel. Um, uh, she is a member, but she has yet to compete. So uh, she, she wouldn't have been tested. She doesn't have anything in here, no. Is she a recent member? Like, or has she been a long time? Yeah, no, she's only been a member for uh, a less than a year. Okay, less than a year. Well, thank you very much for your help. We're we're trying to get. I don't even think that uh, Jenny Armbruster knew what she was doing was dangerous, uh, but we're hoping to get something off the streets before it affects more people. Good. All right. Right. Thanks, sir. And scene. <laughs> All right.
off to the white pages to find right. Holly Wharton Tanner. Okay. Unless you want to go to Noel's place first. What do you think? We can call Tanner before we no. go to Noel's. Yeah. Well, you can also all do an idea roll if you want to, but I think that it's kind of obvious. How about a hard success? Yeah. Doctor's not going to give you any kind of record on, <laughs> on one of his patients. Right. You'd have to get. You'd have to have uh, probably some sort of legal action to get it. Oh, but come on, HIPAA isn't a thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, I guess that LBBI is a little laxer regarding these things than a licensed professional. All right. Okay. All right, so what next? Noels, I guess. Yep. All right. Magic spell. Be careful. We should all go pick up our uh, our protective charms. You know. Yeah, our car batteries and curses. Our car batteries. Wait, well, we have a car. We're bringing one with us everywhere we go. <laughs> True. All right. So you drive to Noel's place. Uh, let's see. All right, so you get to Noel's place, and uh, there is no car in the parking spot, and the house just seems just sitting there. All right. I suspect she's oh. at a job. Mm-hmm. Well, we could always try to knock, and I, I, locked, I knocked on the last door and was met by a crazy, so maybe somebody else should take a stab at this. No, I can do it. Well, you were also one of the people right. who knocked on the door and was pet by a crazy, but all right. <laughs> you knock on the door and there is no answer. It's still it's like 10, 11 in the morning. Yeah. Is this like a freestanding house, a townhouse? It's like a townhouse. Okay. Go around and go around. See if I can kind of like look over the fence into the backyard. Okay. Uh, it's just a little backyard. Uh, there's a little barbecue, um, some chairs. So look uh, maintained. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Grass might. There's a little bit of grass. It might be a little bit needs clipping, but it's not bad. Yeah, not not a couple weeks. Gone. Okay. All right. Does I walk back around? Are any of the uh, blinds open on the window? Uh, no. There's okay. curtains. Curtains on the inside that I've drawn. Okay. Let's let's just come back later. She's likely to be off work or something. Okay. Did we get an address for her work? No. Okay. Should we leave a note with a number for the lab 
just put something very important. Please contact us. It's a life or death matter, blah, blah, blah. Sure, or we it. could even put, it's about Jenny. Please contact us. Maybe she'll just panic and call. We think Jenny is in danger. Yeah. Call, yeah. call our lab, Zinfotech phone number. Ask for Dr. Flores, toxicologist. Yeah. Before, we, before we leave, what's the mail situation like? Is there like a mail slot on the door? Is there a mailbox? There's a slot on the door. Okay. Can I peek? Yeah. Can I see um, it? Sure. Taking like checking the mail and picking it up. Well, it's in the it's in the door itself. So if there is mail, it would fall straight down. You wouldn't be able to see it. But you can look around the room and you see that the room looks neat and orderly. Cobwebs. Well, you don't see any cobwebs, but uh, it doesn't look... I mean, if, if she hasn't been there for two weeks, it wouldn't look much different than it looks now. Okay. There's no uh, dead body rotting on the floor, which would be an indicator that there's something wrong. <laughs> could I inquire... Um, Dr. Mills? Yes. Uh, Margaret, do either of you have a like a makeup compact, a little small mirror. I, I do. Okay. Can I borrow it? Sure. Before you do that, I turn the knob. <laughs> okay. It's locked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't drop it through, but I'm going to use the mirror to see if, if someone's been picking up the mail. Um. There are a couple of pieces of mail. It looks like maybe even a magazine. Uh, but there's not a lot of mail. It's like three pieces. Okay. Okay. It's a um, good idea, though. Do a, um, do a luck roll, Dr. Jonathan. Dr. Leash. Yeah, because that went so well last time. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Is that good? That is uh it's not it's not an extreme success, but it's a hard success. But it is hard. a success. You yeah. say it's it was bad enough that he let another Eldritch horror into the woods. <laughs> An Eldritch horror flies out of the mail slot. <laughs> it's like, I'm typing something to you. Probably got my spelling wrong. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Oof, Every once in a while, my keyboard switches. on the loose. And it gives me the wrong symbols. I don't know why it does that. All right, so he's peeking through the thing with his mirror. Mm -hmm. Doctors, uh, I wonder if we shouldn't go back to the hotel and see if we've got messages from any of the away teams or slakes, uh, because I didn't want to go to the biker bar without some protection, since we had 
armed people assault us the day we got to town. Yeah. I do want to go there, but I don't think we can go there as we are. Yeah, they did have machine guns, so that's yeah. not... I, yeah. do, do not take a trench gun to a machine gun fight, as they say. No, I agree with that. But a drink gun to a machine gun fights better than fists to a I machine just, gun. I just kept imagining the police arriving and uh, Ethan is standing in the center like this. All of these bikers are, are sound snoring. <laughs> <laughs> but depending on the tranquilizer, there could be lasting damage. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you know, yeah, depending on the machine gun, there could be lasting damage. <laughs> Any, right. Anybody got a, a more exciting idea than regrouping at the hotel? It's actually lunchtime because we oh. were at Gall's house for at least an hour. Well, yeah. you also know that Jenny's oh, Jenny's uh, apartment isn't too far from here. Either. Oh yeah, let's drop. Let's do that. Yep. Yeah. See if we can get a hold of a landlord. Because we wrote that down. And right. I don't know if we did want to speak to the police officer or not. I. I don't know what we can glean from that, but it's a possibility. Which one? Uh, the officer that um, went to the was it that found the car. I believe. Uh -huh. I don't Martinez. remember a name. Martinez. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're not far from the police station either. I don't know what he'll tell us, but it's worth a try. Let's let's see if we can get a hold and then get Jenny's place first. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Although I am getting peckish. <laughs> in here. Uh, as we're driving to our next location, uh, I'll just kind of throw out the uh, like like a comment. I don't I don't know if this is. Uh, coincidental or not, but there was a magazine on the inside of the door. Yeah? Oh. Our dear Noel is a uh, subscriber to Sasquatch Watch Bulletin. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> Margaret slowly raises her hand. <laughs> Sasquatch Watch Bulletin. I mean, well, that's consistent all. with her thinking she's a witch. Even yeah. if it's actually we something crazy things doing. in the woods, crazy she's things in the sewers. Might as well. Okay. Throw is that a, a color publication or yeah. is that like something Xerox it, it staple? Looks pretty cheap. Yeah. Like a know. zine. Like a, like a homemade sort of thing that's sent out. Yeah. Her best friend's a giant Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think a Sasquatch walked up, walked off with five hundred dollars of ours. Ugh. Maybe Jenny's the the pinup Sasquatch of the month in the in this one. <laughs> All right. So you drive across town and you come to an apartment complex. Um. It's a condo, another condo. Um, it matches the address that you have for Jenny Arm Brewster. Uh, what would you like to do? It all looks well well kept on the outside. Um, 
check the name on the mailbox. See that way we at least have some idea. Uh, the name on the mailbox has been changed to Bill Matthews. Okay. Well, maybe Bill Matthews was informed if there's any mail that showed up for her that didn't get forwarded. Maybe he might know what to do with it. Yeah. Besides the trash bin. <laughs> okay. So what do you do? Go up and might as well. I mean, yeah. All right. Knock on the door. Uh, a couple minutes go by and a uh, young fellow answers the door. He looks like he's maybe 25. Uh, he says, he looks at you all like, yeah, what can I do for you? Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Uh, Matthews, is it? Uh, oh, wait, are you guys like Jehovah's Witnesses or something? No, 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 no. Rational. Uh, we're, uh, I'm Dr. Dr. Mills, and uh, we're actually uh, from, from oh, Zim Biofec? No, Zimbotech. Zimbotech. And uh, the, you're the previous person that lived here, we're trying to trace down some of the... Uh, some chemicals that she might have have, and we're wanting to want know if you uh, have gotten any mail that that would have still been delivered here, and you, you knew where to send it on to. Was this was this person's name Jennifer Arm something? Arm Brewster, you are correct. I have gotten I I, I got some mail like maybe three months ago or so, uh, I just uh, put return to sender and not at this address. Now, you rent this place or you own it? I rent it. From Jenny? Well, if she's the owner, yeah, I don't actually rent it directly from her. I rent it through a uh, property management company. Okay. Do you know the name of that company? Um, Thorn something. Hold on. Uh, I think I got a card. You know, in that that she she left a whole closet full of clothes too. Oh, odd. And uh, he goes back inside, and he comes back after a couple of minutes, and uh, he hands you this. No, oh, the address is on it. We can't write it down now. Oh, I am. <laughs> he says, "Yeah, I just I just pay it to that." And I send it in. And uh, as far as I know, everything's been fine. Uh, you um, said she left some clothing. Was there anything at all? Anything? I mean, really think about this. It's very important. Anything else she left behind? Well, the whole place was furnished. Mm. This is a furnished apartment. So I still got the whole, there's a whole closet of clothes in the second bedroom. We think Jennifer put on a lot of weight recently, so she might have just not needed them. But there was nothing else personal. No. Did you go through the closet? Were they still there's sitting clothes. in there? I thought maybe she'd send for them or something. But Yeah, she might. We're hoping to catch up with her. Did, uh, who did you meet at Thorn Tapley? Uh, it was all done over the phone. How's the place? It's nice. Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad we caught you at home. Thanks a lot for your time. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Bye. Before, oh. before I go, did she leave any medications or anything? 
No, nothing like that. Okay. Thank you. So he does. I was wondering if there was anything else in the clothing, a syringe, a vial. That's why I was wondering. Yeah. Do you think we knock again, offer the guy a hundred bucks to look through the clothes? <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy at all. I, I yeah, <laughs> I looked right at you and said, mm, do a rain check on that that, one. that didn't come out right. <laughs> no, 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 you can't offer a hundred bucks, you have to offer him a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> These cigarettes will come in handy, you'll see. <laughs> And what we really have to do is just have to knock, knock and it's like, hey, have you been attacked by like any like tomato plants or anything? Yeah. <laughs> Your house plants are growing really well. But we do have, uh, you know, Thorn Tapley. I mean, you know, they might know, especially if they're property managers, because didn't, didn't their, uh, Dan say that she still owned the place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should definitely get in touch with Thorn Tapley. So, but you're wanting something to eat first, because I'm you know, hungry, too, hungry myself. Let's have a glance at the San Daniel map. Is it far? Is what far? Thorn Tapley Realty. It's a PO box. Oh, yeah. it's yeah, very we're far. Phone number. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's let's check. I I'd like to see if we have any messages of slakes. Uh, I'm 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 a little concerned about the place in the sewers. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. What were you going to do then, Desmond? I think we we have to get back to the hotel to get any messages. There's no oh. other way to reach us. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So you end up back at the hotel. Uh. Uh. There, there are a couple of messages. Um, basically, they haven't found anything uh, in any in any location. Uh, they have found plants, of course, at the uh, at the farm that are odd and unusual, and they're investigating them. But they haven't gotten anything yet. Did uh, they? Did they find the bottle at the farm? Uh, they found a number of things. They're confiscating it all and bringing it back to uh, Zempotech. Okay, awesome. Okay. Hmm. Desmond, I guess lunch and check in with the home base, or you're muted. Yeah, we're here. We should eat. Uh, I don't know where else to go except to talk to uh, Officer Martinez. I don't know what he's going to be able to tell us. I suppose the car's been impounded by now. Oh, yeah, we saw it when it was impounded. Never mind. No, you but, saw it when it was It was already given to uh, Edward. Brother. It's in right. the garage. Right. Yeah. So we, we could eat lunch. We could... Um... Yeah, check in, check in back with the lab, see if they've had any luck um, repairing any of the damage or tracking the creature down. 
and then maybe we swing back by um, Noel's place a little later. See if anybody's returned. Oh yeah, definitely that. that. All right. So, um, you have lunch. Let's go across the street. I'm getting a little tired of Pikmin's Bistro. Okay. You go to Randolph Carter's restaurant. Oh, beautiful. And uh, yeah, it's kind of dreamy in here, isn't it? Just a little bit. I'll have the steaks from Ulthar, please. Um, the cat meat? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking for it. Um, yeah. The street tacos? No, but you do notice there's quite a few restaurants downtown. So if you if you pick a a, a cuisine, uh, there's you know half a dozen, maybe a dozen restaurants within walking distance of the. Uh, Is it yeah. super hot again today? It's extremely hot. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise the little plaza area might have some nice street food, but it'll be nicer inside. Right. Yeah, where the air conditioning is. You even notice that at at restaurants, people aren't sitting in the outside area if they don't have to. Is a library around here? Uh, there is. There's a library. There's also a university. Ah, I'm going to hit it. Hmm. That's helpful, too. Uh, while you guys are eating lunch, I'm going to run in, and I'm, I'm, I, know, I know this weather thing is just stuck in my craw. I've got I've to see, see if it's corresponding. Uh, How is your organic chemistry, Dr. Mills? Uh, not good. Anybody else a specialist in organic chemistry? Or inorganic, for that matter. I'm curious about uh, if we can figure out anything about the necessary constituents to make fluoroantimonic acid. I mean, obviously, fluorine and antimony, but I don't know if we can figure out what the precursors were, if that would be helpful, or if it would help us figure out what's in Gall's notes. I'm a, I'm an old hand at chemistry. Do you want to uh, see if there's something at the library so that Dr. Mills doesn't go alone? Certainly. That's the only idea I have for further research there at the moment. Yeah. Um, would you mind if I ran off with the uh, our dear friend Gall's notes? Speaking of chemistry, I might be able to glean something out of that. Yeah, and, and the universities right there. We could also, you know, ask for help there if, for mathematicians or something. Okay. If you do ask for help, don't don't let them take the the notebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of we course. do have photocopy machines in the '80s, so. Yeah, but they're a dime each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we I just mean, we, we gave. $500. Yeah, we, blew our, Man, we blew our wad on the steroids. And <laughs> can't, we, we can no longer, you'll have to try to buy the copies and cigarettes. I don't know what else to tell you. No, uh, I just I'm didn't sure. want that information being yeah. in the hands of, you know. I'm right, sure a tenured go. professor would love to look through the ravings of a madman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure that photocopying is going to be yeah. So I'll head on head on into the San Damio Library. Okay. Well, uh, let's deal with that first. Heather, what are you looking for at the San Damio? 
I'm going through the uh, newspaper, the weather reports. I'm trying to look for a coincidence of when this heat wave started. I'm looking for a coincidence for when uh, in uh, uh, Tate's notebook, which was about two weeks ago, he started seeing. Do a uh, do a library roll. Uh, can I assist with that? Sure. Okay. Please. <laughs> I have a. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's a that's a hard success. Good, because I I rolled a ninety five. So. <laughs> Newspapers. Um. Dr. Dr. Mills, you discover uh, a lot of, of weather records that shows that, you know, heat waves in California aren't that unusual. And them going up into the hundreds, that's not unusual either. Uh, they don't happen every year, but they can happen three or four times a year sometimes. Um, Dr. Jonathan, you find, Dr. Leash, you find uh, some interesting mythology about California and that uh, this kind of weather is often associated with earthquakes. Hmm. Even though there's no actual scientific explanation for it, people think that they call this earthquake weather. And you have felt an earthquake. Hmm. Okay. Well, we're chewing here. Dr. Mills, have you found anything? Uh, found that heat waves uh, sometimes happen in California, so, you know. <laughs> well, I found, uh, uh, it's, it, seeming, it seems to just be allegorical, but a lot of people have associated this type of weather with earthquakes. Huh, interesting. <laughs> Sounds more like confirmation bias oh we had an earthquake oh no this is hot oh yeah yeah <laughs> but huh well at least now i'm not going to dwell on this anymore so you know it just uh just this heat is probably getting to me do we need to buy you like one of those little fans that like uh, spray water oh yeah fans oh if it's the, got mickey Mouse matching wide-brimmed hats uh, so, Doctor Doctor Ethan, Doctor Desmond, Doctor Margaret, what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to fend off an army of cats because apparently they did not like what I ordered. Yeah, trying to take me to the moon—it's a problem. It's something that's not going to stop. How can we follow up on this hangman's card? Any thoughts on that? Uh, is the phone number on for Thorn Tapley? The same as the phone number for Aaron P. Hetley? No. Uh, I mean, that's Aaron P. Hetley who entered him the card, right? That's who he said he was. Yeah, so we can keep trying that number. Um, but until we get an address, I don't know how we're going to find the, the gentleman with the card. I was also thinking, and this Gordita is great, by the way, I was thinking uh, about the issue of Don Biozyme being able to contain at least one of these things and presumably several, and the shipping company being able to get one to full wilderness. And 
we're not being able to keep it intact. And I'm wondering about the shipping company. It was called Red Something, do you remember? The shipping company for... Um, that he sent the... Uh, oh, right, the package. Jeez. Um, I don't think we know whether it came directly from Don Biozyme. I mean, it was, un it was unconscious when it arrived at Full Wilderness. Right, he sent it by like, some kind of carrier. Yeah, it was a carrier. It was called Red Something, I believe. Yeah, it was Red Something. I just can't recall. And then the Yellow Pages wouldn't have that many couriers called Red Something, so we could... And again, we can go in with the, we work for Full Wilderness and we have credentials and you delivered something that uh, turned, turned out to be hazardous and we need to make sure that your people were safe and also track where that came from. And that's more or less completely true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what the courier company well, There's was a phone booth, there's a phone book, and under couriers, there'll be Red Fox or Red Dragon or whatever. First, he said it. Did he mention it in his uh, journal that we found on the car? I don't think it was mentioned there. It might have been mentioned by. Jadic, maybe. Jadic. Let's just say Redline. I think it might have been Redline. Okay. Okay. So if you check, you do find Redline in the in the phone book. I think that's an inquiry we'd have to make in person, don't you? Actually, right, so it says here UPS, but it's a red line, right? So did you want to check red line? Yeah. Got an address and phone number. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's something we have to do in person so we can wave around our full wilderness ID. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to go to Noel's first or we can see which on, what's on the way to what? I mean, it might be a goose chase too. It's just that we don't really know how Peter Tate sent that to us. Just a thought. Yeah, it couldn't hurt. All right. So what you find is when you, if you call the number or if you look up the address for the red line, it actually takes you to a storefront called Facts and Forms. And uh, so the bell rings as you walk inside. There's a clerk behind the, the desk, a uh, female woman. Uh, she's just doing stuff. Hi, can I help you? Yeah, 
Yes, hi. Uh, we're uh, here representing uh, the organization of Full Wilderness. You delivered a package to us what, seven days ago, five days ago? X number of days ago that I know. Okay. Uh, and uh, it turns out that it contained um, materials that we are concerned are hazardous. Oh. Uh, and we're trying to track exactly when and where it was picked up from and delivered and who delivered it because they might have been exposed to materials inside. Oh my, well we always tell our customers no hazardous materials. I understand, it, it's not you I think that is to blame. What sort of, uh, what sort of materials were in it? Uh, biological materials, some of which have proven to be hazardous. Oh, well, we're not supposed yeah, people aren't supposed to transport biological stuff. I thought as much. So, uh, you know, we might be uh, pursuing legal action in that regard. Uh, but I don't, you know, again, I don't, I think you'll be indemnified. I'm sure that whoever signed the paperwork said they were. Well, do you have a tracking number? Uh, I do not on me. I can give you the date of arrival and location of arrival. Um, well, I, I might be able to find something from that. Um, I think we have a name of the shipper as well, although that, that might be, you know, a pseudonym. Okay. Well, or who shipped it? Want to check. How do we ship it? It arrived in a large cardboard box. It was substantial. Uh, it was... Is that correct? Is this that, the big, the big cardboard box? Yeah. I do Yes, I remember that. There was a young man. Uh, he was shipping that. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, he didn't deliver it himself, did he? Oh, yes, he did. Um, she think his name is Peter Tate. Oh, uh, let me look through here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dr. Peter Tate. Uh, it's a large, large cardboard box reinforced. Uh it was all wrapped up with uh, uh, plastic and uh, sealed up. Uh, it smelled kind of funny. Yeah, were there any um, special like handling instructions that were provided with that? No, not really. Uh, it looks like he was sending it to a Mr. Robert Jadick at uh, Full Wilderness Corporation in downtown San Damiel. That's us. Did it, can you tell us uh, how long you had it? And how long it was in transit? Oh, uh, well, it was supposed to ship overnight, so uh, we wouldn't have had it for very long. Um, but I asked him at the time, I recall, because it, it kind of smelled funny. Uh, mm -hmm. I asked him what it was. He told me it was uh, scratch and sniff labels. Anybody? Anything? <laughs> um. So no special handling instructions, overnight shipping, Peter Tate. And he uh, got it out independently. Right? Yes, he, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Uh, Betty Ray Lulin. Ms. Lulin, you've been very helpful. I appreciate it very much. Uh, if we find out that there, that funny smell is, it was, turns out to be dangerous, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Harry! <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna believe this! So when we get out on the street, I'm gonna, I, you know, I have to say, 
we don't know that Don Biozyme was involved in that creature. He could have brought that thing from the farm he bought from Harold Gall and put it in a box because he was pissed off because he was fired. Yeah. And we just don't know. It's weird that he didn't ship it from Don Biozyme to me because that seems like the safest thing to do. You know, just a hunch. Why, why transport it? But now, did he send the creature before he went to the farm? Uh, or after he went to the farm? Same day. Before he went to the farm. Okay, so he hadn't been out there yet. He according, might... according to his journal, he wasn't out there yet. He had never visited the property? Correct. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, and he talks in his journal about the things he saw and done by Ozyme, which... He doesn't actually ever say whether he went out there and visited the farm or not, but I don't think he does. But it was his private journal that he hid, so... Yeah. Well, we know that a little much more. Should we try Noel's? Yep. Yeah. Do you want to go grab our library dwellers before we uh, head back? Right. <laughs> um, can I do a chemistry roll on the notes that I've got? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, they're they're crazy. They're insane. They don't make any sense. Um, you can see that there's some ideas there, but it's it's nonsense. Okay. So should I roll or not? <laughs> no, you don't have to. I mean, you're looking at them, and they they just look like nonsense. Okay. They called me mad at the university. <laughs> Was this Herbert West written around here? What on earth is he talking about? <laughs> now, Herbert West's stuff would make complete sense. Yeah. All right. Oh. Hey, guys. Yep. Um, nothing. But where'd you guys go? Oh, we went to talk to uh, Redline, the people who shipped the uh, our little friend or our bigger friend to Jadic. Yeah. Because okay. we, we've, we've got mini friend, big friend, and bigger friend now. Yeah. Mm. And keep your eyes peeled for Sasquatches. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we want to change so we're uh, dressed for this biker bar that way we don't have to come back I thought we were going to try Noel's apartment before we got beat up or machine gunned at a biker bar yeah but I thought maybe we could just change that way we go to Noel's and just roll right there of course roll, I don't... roll on over you brought your biker clothing with you yeah you know real, t real tight shorts and bike helmet and everything yeah it's good to be prepared. <laughs> I think the most bikery thing I have is a skinny puppy t-shirt. <laughs> I, I have to call you on that one, Heather. Did you you actually no. go on a business trip and bring no. your <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Biker babe clothes. Yeah. All right, so you're going to head to Noelson. I've got a polo that doesn't have a front pocket. <laughs> wow, that, that that's living on the edge. Right. <laughs> that was negative. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's roll back to Noel's. All right. So you pull up to Noel's. It's more or less the way you left it. Mm-hmm. There's still no car. Okay. Is there more mail now? <laughs> what what time is it exactly? Well, let's 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 have moved ahead. Let's say it's uh, five o'clock. Okay. Um, I assume when we knock, no answer. No answer. Try the doorknob. Yeah. Um, is there any life out of uh, any signs of life out of their, the building neighbor? Yeah, there might be neighbors home. Yeah. See if they've seen her around or if they know her timeline. Yep. Uh, all right. We'll go over, I'll go over there and knock. I'll go back to the vehicle so as not to be a part of a posse that scares the neighbor. That's right. I'll go to the other, I'll go to the other neighbor on the side. All right, so you go up to the next door neighbors and you ring the bell. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, inside you hear, just a minute. And uh, after a couple of seconds, uh, there's some, it sounds like some locks are being undone and the door opens up and this, this puff of smoke comes out and this... Uh, little old woman in a a house coat and uh, fuzzy slippers with a cigarette in her hand, puffs of smoke. She's like, yeah, what do you want? Oh, uh, how's it going, ma'am? I I was wondering, uh, your neighbor, uh, uh, Miss Miss Rand, uh, have have you seen her lately? Do you know Noel? No, I haven't seen Noel. Uh... Like today or no? Like I told that policeman, I haven't seen her in a while. Oh, what policeman came by? Did did, did you know? Uh, you some to... some guy. I don't know who he was. He was they they were looking for her. Yes, her her parents are kind of worried. They haven't talked to her in a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, but last time I remember, she said something about gassing up for a long trip. Oh, when was that? Mm, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I yeah. didn't tell the police that though. <clears throat> well, that's as wise. I don't want the police hanging around here. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. What well, do they ever do? Not a damn thing. Exactly. Just harass us. Uh has anyone else been uh looking for besides besides uh, myself and the police? No, you're the only people. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, who knows what happened to her? One of these days, the whole world's going to fall apart around us, and where are we going to be? Well, fortunately, uh, you know, you won't be around for that. So I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> she closes the door. The one what? time we could have might have used cigarettes to bribe somebody, and we didn't need to. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. 
Right. <laughs> In the glory that is Hathatha. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> of course, of course, the little old smoking lady would be an Azathoth. We just yeah. knock on the door. Hey, can you tell us about your name? And they just walk out with the yellow sign. Oh, hello! Thank you for stopping by our home. Oh my God! Get right. that away from me! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> does the uh, does the other neighbor conversation essentially go the same way? Just pretty much. Okay. Yeah. There was a policeman that had talked to them, uh, and they actually can give you uh, an officer, uh, Lieutenant Paul Jackson. All right. Um, well, we'll see if the back door is unlocked. It's still not unlocked. The back door? Correct. Okay. What kind, kind of door is it? Is it a sliding? No, it's, it's kind of like a kitchen door. It looks like it opens into her kitchen, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, is it kickable? Yeah. Is there of- an alarm? You can't. You don't see an alarm system. Usually, there's a sticker in a window. Mm-hmm. You didn't see anything like that. Um, the condo looks like it was probably built in the '70s, so nothing about it's going to be that strong and well built. Right. It's not going to be a gigantic, huge oak door. Are there any signs of like a dog or anything? No. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to the door. Yeah, let's. Who's, who's got the best shoulder before Dr. Desmond talks us out of it? Alan, <laughs> have of average strength. Believe it or not, I'm actually above average. So, steroids. Okay. All right. I'll give so, it a. Uh, just use me as a battering ram. Just... Yeah. I'm going to give it, uh, put my hand on it and hit it hard with my uh, shoulder and see if it gives. Okay, do a strength roll. All right, come on, baby. That's a hard. Hard, okay. Roll a 1d10. Nine. Ooh, nice. <laughs> um, I, I'm... I, I'm just going to say that without too much effort, you pop the lock. Uh, yep. It doesn't It doesn't make a lot of noise. All right. Well, open the door. I'll call. Mm-hmm. Hey, the, it's, if, the, if the, anyone, any of our group's not in the back, I'll kind of like give them the old, hey, the door's open. <laughs> and I... Uh, First thing I'll do is uh, do the hello. Uh, nobody's there. Uh, you're looking into the kitchen. You can see there's a living room attached. Uh, it's one of those sort of bars that, you know, the kitchen's here and there's a bar in the living room. It all sort of attaches into one room. Um, there is a note on the refrigerator. 
Noel, honey, <clears throat> call us immediately. Hope you're all right. We miss you, baby, mom, and dad. Hmm. Do they have keys? Probably. Probably live locally. Darn, they didn't date the note. Irresponsible parents. <laughs> well, as everybody said, they haven't seen her for about two weeks. Yeah. So it would be within a two, roughly within a two week period, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. When did they say the police were there? Did about, about two weeks. Yeah. So <laughs> if she, if the cops were there about two weeks, usually it takes at least 72 hours for a missing person. Probably sure the parents didn't call after 72 hours. Let's say they didn't hear from her for a week. Let's give it a guesstimate of three weeks. Okay. Two to three weeks, but I'd say, you know, safe side three weeks for the Don't police to get involved. Two weeks, two weeks. Is there anything in the fridge? Uh, the fridge, there are a couple of bottles of water, a couple of bottles of soda, but it looks like the rest of the food, uh, anything perishable is gone. Okay. okay. Anything, Med- nothing in the cupboards? Or- Medicine cabinet. Uh, cu- cupboards have food, um, but nothing nothing perishable. It looks like all the perishable food's been removed. So she planned to go away. What about the yeah. uh, medicine cabinet? Uh, medicine cabinet has what you'd expect, aspirin, uh, vitamins, things like that. Uh, I'm going to look for an address book. Okay, well, you're, let's, let's walk around the apartment. We're searching okay. the house. <laughs> um, so the first thing you notice, let's get, go back over to the mail. Okay. Uh, there's a couple pieces of mail, and one of the pieces of mail is a Sasquatch watch bulletin, which uh, looks like it's an amateur club magazine. Um, uh, in the kitchen, that's all that you find pretty much is the note and the fact that the food's been cleaned out. Um, uh, the living room, the decor is functional mostly. Uh, the furniture is inexpensive. Uh, there's a, a large poster of Monet's uh, uh, water lilies on the wall. Looks like a cheap Target sort of thing that's hanging up there. Um, you notice that she's got a, a CD player and she's got uh, uh, also a cassette deck with music. Um, she, you know, you're just seeing this as you're looking around the room. Uh, there's a answering machine that's blinking. And uh, there's a cut. Looks like there might be another room attached to this one. Probably a bedroom, bathroom. Okay. There are stairs. No. So it's one floor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, open the, the other door. It's a bedroom. Okay. Yeah. There's there's stuff in there too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, listen to the answering. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, 
look under the pillow, maybe side dresser. Is there like a diary? Uh, while you're looking at her bedroom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she's got bookshelves. Uh, she's got end tables and things like that. Uh, you don't really find a diary. Uh, but you do find... Uh, you do find books on her shelves and uh, well, let's handle one thing at a time. So you're looking around. So Ethan, you're looking at in the, at, at the bookshelves, Heather, you're looking, what are you looking for? I was looking for the address book. I figured it'd be by the phone. Book. Yeah. You don't find anything like that near the phone. Dr. Margaret, what are you looking for? Um, well, I was, I, I finished looking through the uh, the cap like stuff in the kitchen. So okay, um, kitchen looks normal. Uh, do an okay. idea roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to look for a computer. If there's one, but eighty-five. I don't have any ideas. <laughs> okay, uh, Doctor Leash, what are you doing? So. I'm getting the sense that she left voluntarily. Um, I'm going to start trying to look for something that would give me a clue as to where she went. Okay. Like a map or any loose papers on the counter. Okay. And Dr. Desmond, what are you doing? Leaning against the SUV, and the longer they're gone, the more I think that uh, I've found myself with a bunch of renegade environmentalists. I have no respect for law or personal property. Well, wasn't that why you were all hired? Because <laughs> you are somewhat lawless environmentalists. That's I'm why hired. I was hired. I plead the fifth. Well, I'm, I'm keeping an eye out for the authorities. <laughs> okay. I janked the fifth. So, um, Dr. Ethan... Uh, as you are looking through her books, uh, she has a lot of books on occult and the new age stuff. Huh. Uh, she also has a lot of stuff on exercise and on uh, traditional magic. Uh, do a uh, spot hidden. All right. I go, hey, Margaret, she is a witch. Oh, it rolled off. Uh, ah. 83, man. Okay. Um, so you're, you're continuing to look through the book, the books. Uh, Dr. Heather, uh, Dr. Mills, uh, what were you looking for again? I was looking for like her address book. Okay. Uh, so you're looking around for an address book and Go ahead and do a spot hidden for me. Nope. Okay. So you're not finding anything. Okay. Uh, Dr. Margaret, you've left the kitchen. What are you looking for now? Um, I'm a little interested in that. I've heard uh, that she's a witch from the other room, but I want to uh, listen to the answering machine. Okay. So on the answering machine, um, what you hear is you hear a couple of voices first. You can't identify. Uh, hey, Noel, uh, give me a call. Uh, you hear what you think is mom and dad. Noel, honey, please give us a call. Uh, 
you hear a man's voice come on, um, and uh, it says, uh, good afternoon, this is Lieutenant Paul Jackson. Um, uh, your parents are worried about you. We're looking for you. Please respond. Uh, he gives you his uh, phone number. And uh, that's that's about it. But do a spot hidden for me, Margaret. 67 is good. Okay. You find uh, in the drawer underneath the... Uh, uh, the the answering machine, you find a bunch of little cassettes. Huh. And one of them is marked Jenny. Okay, I'm going to gather these up and look for a cassette player. Are are they the cassettes for the answering machine? Yes. Oh. Okay. See, see, this is this shows my age. I didn't know that was a thing. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, how, do you, how do you think that they recorded your voice? I don't know, Tom. <laughs> we didn't know what the word digital was yet. <laughs> well, you had those wax cylinders for the gramophone. Yeah, that's right. I know that much. I know really old. Anyway. Um, all right. So that's going to take you a while, but we'll okay. get back to you then. Uh, Dr. Jonathan, what were you up to, Dr. Leash? So do I do I find any loose papers? Oh, what, I'm sorry. What were you looking for again? I, I'm looking for either a map or some oh, notes as to. You don't, you don't she... find anything like that, but um, you do at one point walk into the bathroom. And you notice that she's got a whole collection of crystals for some strange reason. Um, all the more so that it leads you to believe that she might have some, might be one of these new age crystal worshiping witches or. As long as she's not affixing them to a car's airbag, we're fine. Uh, Dr. Desmond, the coast is clear. Nobody seems to be. Outsider responding. Dr. Ethan, um, go ahead and do another library roll. But as you're looking, you find at least seven books on Sasquatch. Nice. Two are from the library. They're both overdue. Um, and there's also no books on any of the other legendary books. There's no Loch Ness. There's no... It's just, just Bigfoot. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. That um, is extreme. Okay. As you are looking through these books, you're sort of going along and reading them. There's one with a very odd title. The title looks like it's sort of a westernized version of a Greek text because the word looks Greek and it's, let me type it for you. Dr. Ethan. Really? Yeah, you see that on the shelf. 
That's pretty strange. Um, I just pull it out. Um, and then you notice there's another one. And a couple books away, there's another one. And the same name? Same name, different book. Uh, you I, guys notice him pulling these books off the shelf. Um, guys, I, I think she is a witch. I look at look at these; these are weird, and I start passing them out. Uh, one what of tiny... them, is a, one of them, is a black volume with a very strange, sort of star-like, circle-like thing on the front, and in big gold letters across the top, it says Necronomicon. Hmm. She's a fan of this book. But then there's a second version and a third version and a fourth version. Some of them look like they're one. One's a paperback. It's made by Pelican Press. And and do any of them look old, or they just all look like published books? They're all modern books. Modern. And some of them are filled with magical symbols, and some of them are a bunch of gibberish. One looks like it's an art piece. It's it's filled with all sorts of bizarre, strange-looking creatures that have been drawn into it. Uh, it's high-quality paper. Hmm. Hey, steroids boy was right. This lady is a witch. Yeah, yeah. At least she likes to fantasize it. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Um. Dr. Jonathan, you've kind of walked over there. Do a spot hidden for me. Nope, fail. Okay. Um, I'll have Dr. Desmond do one. I think I saw, I think I saw a movie. Spot hidden, you said? A word like yeah. this in it. That's what I was trying to think of. The name sounds a little familiar. 47 is good. You noticed when uh, Dr. Ethan pulled one of those books out that there seemed to be a couple of other papers in between the book next to it. Um, It looked like maybe newspaper clippings. I, I, I do that. All right, so you grab those, and this is what you see. Are they yellowed, or are they, no? They're pretty fresh. They're they're pretty fresh. It's just my silly art. <laughs> All right, so should I read these? Yeah. She really is obsessed. Bigfoot's barbecue from the Squamish County Gazette. A Squamish County man has solved the mystery of our missing cows. Bigfoot has led them away. Jared Wilcox of Peru, the crossroads hamlet in Long Valley, swears he saw a big hairless Bigfoot cross onto his property and take two of his fine heifers without a struggle last Saturday night. Bigfoots must get real hungry being so big, he speculated. I would have stopped him, but he looked mighty tough. Ask whether he was contradicting Sasquatch lore, portraying Bigfoot as a gentle vegetarian, Wilcox stated, stated, it looked like a meat eater to me. Wilcox has hung a sign on its fence that reads, Bigfoot, please don't take any more of my cattle. I can't afford it. 
from the same Squamish County Gazette, another item, uh, but through Associated Press from Delilah, Bigfoot embarrassment for Caltrans. Sullivan Billings, Caltrans guard for that agency's Bakerfield's Pass Mountain Depot, insisted that he was the victim of a violent Bigfoot attack last Monday night. At a news conference in the Squamish County Hospital, Billings admonished the assembled writers to print the real story. In his statement last week, Billings claimed a monster over 10 feet tall tore down a section of the 10,000 volt electric fence guarding the depot, took a bullet from his pistol and knocked him unconscious before presumably entering the main warehouse. Billings blames the creature for the missing 50 pounds of explosives and detonation equipment reported taken from the Caltrans warehouse. Deputy Commissioner of Highways, Harold Romero, stated today, quote, we feel confident that Caltrans property is well guarded and called Billings' account of the burglary, quote, regrettable and embarrassing. Doctors at Squamish General stated that they believe Billings' head injuries were apparently minor, but added that damage to his perception and memory could not be ruled out. Another clipping from the San Daniel Sunrise Herald, Bigfoot Sighting Group Formed. Bigfoot Sighting Group Formed. Bigfoot Sighting Group Formed. Bigfootologists, those who study the purported evidence of Bigfoot's existence, today announced the formation of the San Daniel branch of the Sasquatch Watch to seek out and catalog evidence proving the existence of Bigfoot. Coordinator Markley Bussoirs claimed that the abrupt increase of evidence found in the headwaters of the San Daniel River demanded a formal investigation. We want your investigations, Bussoirs states, saying that a phone number and box number for the new Sasquatch Watch of San Daniel would be shortly forthcoming. He predicts the accumulation of irrefutable evidence within six months. Well, I guess we know why Noel is obsessed with Bigfoot. And I think we'll leave it there. That's a good spot. Cool. You guys are in so much trouble. <laughs> we don't know what's on the tapes, though. <laughs> we'll get. We'll, we'll do the tapes next week. Our, our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Brian Daly, Keith Craig, Jason Melnichok, and David Gassaway. With yours truly as Keeper of the Secrets. <clears throat> We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the shows are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. One of our patrons, Mark W. Bruce, has increased his pledge from 3 to $5. Thank you so much for your continued support. If you would also like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Duty role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.